everyone. Uh, welcome back. My name is Saucy. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm so excited. I have she and some podcasts here. I have Jesse and Katie here today. So thank you so much for coming today, ladies. Thanks for inviting us. Yeah. No, my gosh. Thank you so Looking much for coming. Um, you know, why don't we just start, you know, start off like, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourselves and like how you guys met? Sure. Um, Katie, do you want to? You want to take it? Sure, sure. So my name is Katie. I'm a longtime simmer, and that's how I met Jesse. <laughs> we um, became mutuals on Instagram, probably mid around mid to fallish 2021. I had started my Instagram account, and I think July or August of of. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry, not 2021. What year are we in? 2020. 2020. (laughs) Yeah. And it was actually specific, most specifically how we met was Katie was running a like US Simmers collab. Mm -hmm. And I asked if I could join. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's how it was. I think that was like late 2020. Sorry. My, I'm apparently like. No, we all have the, (laughs) we all have the C brain. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. exactly exactly oh my god absolutely like the other day like someone had to convince me it was 2022 because I was stuck that it was 2021 uh-huh. yeah like it happens well, to me all the time I know right all oh right. my god like I literally you're like oh my god because or, or something like so say like say you say you went to like a live event and your brain's like oh yeah like I did that a couple months ago but in actual real life it was last year mm-hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's it's crazy crazy how how it goes right yeah um and then we actually were lucky enough to meet uh in person in it would have been april 2021 okay um katie and her husband were on a road trip they decided to visit a bunch of southern states and she messaged me and was like hey i think we're gonna be in charlotte and i live just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. And I was like, well, do you want to meet up? And she was like, yeah, let's do it. So we actually ended up meeting for the first time. I met her and her husband. My husband came along too, and we all had dinner together and it was awesome. It was like, and we've basically pretty much kept in, in close contact. I mean, we were already kind of in close contact before then, but I would say after we met, like it's been very close contact. She's probably one of the closest friends that I have in the Sims community. So, I mean, she is the closest friend I have in the Sims community. Oh, well, that's so cute. Hey, that's the, that's the best meet cute I've ever heard in my life. Um, I love that. It's like, I agree with you. I have like a lot of close, uh, uh, friends in the Sims. What's cool though, is some of them are actually from my hometown and you just don't realize it. Like that's mm-hmm. the beauty of like Simstagram. You could be talking to anybody anywhere yeah. in the world they could be uh, across the pond or they could be 10 minutes away from you like it's lit it's literally crazy but that's so that's so cute mm-hmm. um so jesse your sims history did you have you always been a simmer or is it something that you kind of picked up yeah um so i my my first encounter with the sims would have probably well would have been pre-sims it would have been with sim city I think that was my first Maxis game. 
Okay. Um, and then in 2001, I got my first PC and well, that was mine. Um, mm-hmm. And so with that, I bought the Sims. It was like one of the very first video games I ever bought. Um, and yeah, I've been a simmer ever since then. Um, I, I played consistently with Sims one and Sims two, um, kind of fell off a little bit with Sims three. It was sort of in like my mid to late twenties. So wasn't really, um, you know, a priority in that time, but I did end up picking it back up shortly before the Sims four came out. I actually think I bought the Sims three in like 2013. Mm-hmm. So I didn't play very long before the Sims four came out. Um, and then obviously here we are with the, the Sims four. And I, I did pick that one up when it came out and I've been playing Sims four ever since. I love it. Um, you're the second person this weekend has told me that they started with SimCity. A question out there. Do you think Origin should bring back SimCity? Like the original one that was like just ported over. Like either have it on the Switch or like or on PC, like literally anything. Yeah, I mean, I I think that like for, um, for city simulations, it, it's probably the most favorite city simula- simulation I've ever played. Um, so I think that they're, I think they would probably sell quite a few mm-hmm. hundred thousand copies if they decided to bring it back, especially I think like at the price point, it would probably be, I, I couldn't see them selling it for more than $15. I mean, it's not uh, super aesthetic compared to <laughs> what we're dealing with nowadays but it's um, retro oh it's very 100 retro like very retro but can, yeah i mean i would play it again probably okay well what if what if uh origins put on the original sims like the complete collection in sims 2 do you think they're missing out on a market or do you think that game is like it's come and gone like if we actually went back and played the original sims like now we wouldn't think it as good as when we did when we were yeah, when we were younger I've- I think there's a lot of room for them to bring it back because nostalgic, like nostalgia games are definitely coming back. I mean, you've got people who are playing the original Mario brothers. Like mm-hmm. why, why wouldn't we want to play with the Sims one? I mean, there's, there's so much and like Katie will probably agree here. There's so much that we got in those two franchise, the two franchises of those games mm-hmm. that like, they never touched on in the Sims three or the Sims four. And so a lot of us really want that gameplay back. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that even not even just like nostalgia gamers like us who did play Sims one and Sims two back in the day. I also think that there might be people that either just missed out. They were into Sims back then, or maybe they weren't even alive (laughs) that might be interested in trying it out because I mean, the Sims one, especially I think is so it's like pop culture like almost Mm -hmm. and like it's it's just so chaotically different I think from the rest of the of the series Sims 2 has a little bit of that sort of like weirdness but Sims 1 is just like (laughs) I think everyone should like play Sims 1 for a few hours at least once in their life because it's hilarious and it's really hard (laughs) It is really hard. I'm convinced that EA just made like the Sims easier for every iteration as it went along. But like the first Sims, everything was on fire at all the time, mm-hmm. no matter what you did. 
I made toast house on fire. I looked at the oven house on fire. Like, I feel like that's just literally how Sims is remembered that and killing your Sims by removing the pole, uh, pool, uh, ladder. Yes. Right. Yes. And I remember the genies the most, to be honest with you, that is what stuck with me because I used to sit, save up all my simoleons to buy as many genies as possible. I don't know what I was hoping for out of it <laughs> besides like a hot tub, but like, it'd be like house on fire or like the burglar situation and stuff. Like oh, that. the burglars used to scare the crap out of me. Like the second the music started, I was like, like seriously that was like nightmarish for me at that at that point I was young when Sims 1 came out like I was still in elementary school my parents didn't care they let me play it um but I remember like that heart sinking feeling of Mm -hmm. when the burglar noise came on I'd be like oh no I should go get my mom or my dad (laughs) I also just love with the burglar like they would stare at everything but they take the candle like they had the opportunity to take the tv or the table or the fridge or anything nope they swiped this little candle or just something really small and always in my game and oh, i was just you like got lucky really i always got like my fridge or something like you know like they would always take something i needed it was never just like something small it was always like there goes your fridge there goes your stove <laughs> i feel oh, like my- i was always countertops and i always used the same countertops those like kind of like glossy like wave looking ones Mm -hmm. I don't know if you can think of it in your head but I have a strong image of those were always the countertops I put in the game um I also um I always use the uh the blow-up couches that was like in every single room you had to have a blow-up couch not because now in sims 4 it's plants every room has to have at least 20 plants Mm mm-hmm but I, I used to have the the blow up couches and um, what was another? Oh, I always used to put like the weird like cow rug and stuff because I thought it would be cool and retro to do that. I have a question. Yeah, lay it on me. I was building in The Sims last night and I put a fireplace in my Sims bedroom. In Sims 1, could you not put a rug in front of the fireplace and your Sims could like woohoo and like you could light the fireplace and they could woohoo? Was that Sims 1 or Sims 2? I think I that was... remember this happening, but I can't remember which one. It, I want to say it was Sims I want to say know. it was Sims 2. I think it was Sims 2. I was thinking, like, it would be cool if my Sims could, like, like I could put a rug and they could, like, lie down and woohoo and, like, cuddle. And I'm like, that wasn't a game. Like, I have a strong memory of seeing my Sims mm-hmm. doing that. Are you doing a lot Sims of 4. rug cuddles in real life, Katie? What's, uh... <laughs> yeah. That's some romance right there. And they say romance is dead. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Not, our, I'm... not in these households. In front of my fire. <laughs> my, my real life fireplace. We actually do have one in this house. There is um, a cat tree, a cat bed, cat toys, and a cat water fountain. So oh. it very romantic. <laughs> yes. Um, if anything, maybe in hot date, you could have been maybe able to do that. Yeah. Maybe. I, I do remember doing it. I like you I was really young when I started playing I didn't know what woohoo was I just (laughs) thought they just went to bed to like sleep I couldn't understand I okay honest to god I thought they were just like like trying to like they were like having like a pillow fight or something like under the blanket (laughs) like that that was literally yeah I was I was 10 and my parents were like sex didn't exist like not even kissing or anything if I was watching like 
you know, like I'm, so I'm, I'm from Canada. So we had this like show called 16 and it literally took place in a mall and there's six, six teenagers that are also 16 and they work in the mall. And there was this girl, Chloe, who was always making out with her boyfriend. And my mom would stand in front of the TV just to ensure that I couldn't see these two cartoon characters making out. I'd be like, bad nails. I know oh, what so they're they doing. weren't even real people. They no. were cartoons. No, they were cartoons. That's like my hilarious. Mom, my mom was always team, like, even still to this day, like anything like 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 a like, I don't know, affectionate, like just doesn't exist in my mom's mind. It's absolutely incredible. And I looked at her, I'm like, Mom, I'm here. Like I'm physically in this earth. So at least happened once to because I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Or or the best story was. Because I'm getting married next year. Oh, congrats. Thank you so much. It, it's Welcome been, to the club. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's been a lifetime. I've We've been engaged since 20, uh, 2019. We've actually had to move the wedding twice because of COVID. Mm. We were actually supposed to get married next month. But um, at, so we're supposed to get married in 2021. But we had canceled it in 2020 just because we were not confident at the time of what 2021 was going to look like. We're glad we did. And then... This past Christmas with Omicron, we then decided again to cancel because we were not confident in what six or seven months could look like from that. It was looking pretty bleak. So we made the collective decision that we were going to do a small intimate ceremony this year, but we went to a couple of weddings. We realized maybe that's actually not something that we wanted. Um, so we've just, we just kicked the can to 2022 and just having the big ceremony all in one day. So, um, long time in the making, but my mom who has the, her only knowledge of weddings is my big fat Greek wedding. That is the (laughs) only thing when she pulls up weddings is that movie, because that's one of her favorite movies. And she asked me if I was going to put a veil over my head. And I said, no, because I'm not a virgin and her eyes like, Oh my God. I'm like, mom, mom, I've lived with my fiance since 2017. What do you think, you think we're we doing? aren't boinking mom? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you think we're doing? <laughs> you know, we're just, uh, we're just uh, wrestling, you know, in the sheets, you know, tickling each other, we're just tickling the each other. <laughs> exactly. But yes, no, Katie, I like that. No, definitely. I'm thinking maybe Sims one or Sims two. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of Sims four, like what are your guys' thoughts on Sims four this year? Like everything that's come out so far. Are we allowed to cuss? Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuck. Oh, fuck yeah. No, no, no. I swear. Okay. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Fuck well, yeah. it's a fucking shit show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You came to play. I love this. Oh, my God. It is yeah. the absolute shit. Do you guys have high school? I have high school. Yeah. I did not buy it yet. I'm getting it next week. How uh, How is high school in your opinion? So a lot of people are saying high school's glitched out. I haven't. I've encountered one bug with prom like specifically with the high school pack I think what's causing a lot of the glitches is the patch that came before high school okay um otherwise the build by is gorgeous I don't do a whole lot of gameplay although recently I actually have like started a family and I've been playing with them a little bit more Mm -hmm. um the build by amazing I can see it easily becoming one of my favorites um it's so so nice gameplay wise High school, I mean, it's like any other Sims thing. Like, it's kind of cool at first. And 
you know, it gets repetitive after a while. So you just kind of start skipping it and like sending the teenager to school alone. Um, prom didn't work for me. I read online that there's a glitch that if prom is scheduled the same night as like the get famous starlight awards, whatever the heck they're called prom, like won't work in some cases. And that, that unfortunately happened to me. Um, but otherwise it's, it's been running gameplay wise, like pretty, pretty okay. I haven't had a whole lot of like the glitches other people have. So I either just got lucky or. <laughs> that's, um, that's fair. I heard this. I don't have it yet, but this is all speculation. I hear in the grapevines that teenagers have the ability to ask out elders. I don't know. I didn't make my sim ask out an elder. So. <laughs> yes. So little yeah, there's just like some really weird. And also there was like an incest problem. I mean, the thing that, the thing that, uh, that we're finding is that with every new iteration of expansion pack, game pack, whatever, I mean, the Sims, you got to think about it this way. The Sims 4 was like, or is the only game I can think of that has continuously run this long with this many expansions mm -hmm. on the same game engine. Like, mm -hmm. uh, it's just, I think at this point, unless they're willing to revamp the whole thing, um, the more they pack into the game, the more problems we're going to have. I mean, I don't have the expansion pack yet. Um, I I mean, I'll probably buy it eventually, but right now it's just not like a priority item for me. Mm -hmm. What is upsetting is that when we got the patch and it gave us curved walls, which is really exciting, um, it started to bring back old glitches. I mean... If you're not placing the correct kind of windows, you're getting those weird window glitches again. Um, I'm having trouble with like the rooms, you know, when you're trying to build something round and you want to connect it to another room, it'll give you that like, you know, room error where you can't connect the two rooms for whatever reason. Um, it's just, you know, it's, I've gotten to the point now where I'm, playing with more mods because it's the only way to fix a lot of the problems and that really sucks because if there are people out there that are willing to spend their time and effort and not get compensated for fixing a game that is at this point multi-million dollar corporation uh there's a big problem you know and and the other thing I saw was that they have six game testers on their entire team so they're shipping these games with very limited testing. And it's almost like they're just, well, the players will figure it out. They'll find the bugs for us. And that's just not fair. Like, no. that's it's not fair. Yeah, I I agree with you, Jesse. I think it's kind of twofold. I think, I don't know anything about coding a game, but from what I've read, I've heard that The Sims 4 was originally supposed to be an online game. They scrapped that idea last minute and then just kind of rushed and put out the game that we see and that maybe the code like for the original game isn't like super solid. Mm -hmm. So I think adding all of these packs over the years just, just kind of expose some of the weaknesses that probably date back to, you know, probably a decade ago when they were starting to build this game. Um, and then secondly, yeah, we 
the, the QA has gone so far down. Someone posted something on Twitter showing the QA for city living, which filled up the whole entire screen mm -hmm. and the QA for high school years, which was like a handful of people. <laughs> I also heard, again, this is hearsay. I don't know if this is true or not, but I also heard that a lot of QA testing is done only with base game and the pack. So mm -hmm. there's like this, they don't do other packs, which seems weird because I would say a majority of like people that maybe are like a little more than casual probably own more than just base game in one expansion, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, we're going back to your original question. I think, I think the content, like the, the objects, the cast, the build by has been so much better in the recent, like, since I would say like discover university, eco living era. Like, I think then it started, they really like the assets itself in the game have increased and they're really, really nice. The gameplay and the testing has decreased. So it's, it's hit or miss as a builder. Like I'm, I'm still enjoying it, but it's because I don't really have that many glitches I have to deal with. Like, you know, people who actually play the game. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Um, I I don't do gameplay. Like I never I haven't done gameplay in years. I'm just built by um it's interesting though. I didn't I didn't know about like their potentially hearsay that they are just testing the new kit versus a new one. You're right, like more people have at least a couple. I think the problem I'm having is they're rushing out content. So the rumor, the secret on the street is they're they're they need to get this the team off Sims 4 so they can have the full team on Sims 5. So they're just rushing through everything just to make sure to get everything done. The I honestly, they're rushing out so much stuff that I wish they would just focus more on the quality of the stuff versus the quantity. Like they are rushing out kits left, right, and center. I would rather them maybe like two or three kits a year, maybe like one stuff pack, one game pack, one like, and maybe just one expansion. But at this point, they're really going for Marvel for tit to tat to how fast they can push stuff through. And what EA is basically saying is, well, just don't buy it. If yeah. you don't, if you if you just don't do it. Like, I would love for them to come out and saying, we are releasing games a little bit before they're ready. We do apologize. We are working on fixing stuff. And instead of it being, like, not a problem. Yeah. I mean, that really sucks that even, like, EA can't even get behind the integrity of their own game. Mm -hmm. um, I, and it, it's just really, it's heartbreaking for me because this was something that I truly enjoyed and loved doing for so many years. But you know, and I understand, like, we, we had a rough two years, uh, as far as like, the whole world shutting down and, and COVID and um, they had to, you know, up until recently, I know they, they were working from home, you know, until maybe like five, six months ago. Um, but at the same time, it's, you know, like you said, it, they just keep pushing, pushing, pushing content out. I'd be okay with them pulling back if it meant the quality would be better mm -hmm. um, as far as the, the gameplay goes. I mean, yes, we are builders, um, 
by, you know, at heart, but I still feel for all of my friends who do enjoy gameplay and I want them to enjoy the game and, and I want them to have, you know, an outlet to go to and live, you know, like this past year, you know, they put a lot of emphasis on making sure that people feel, um, seen and, and especially with like our, um, our LGBTQ friends and all of that, like making sure that they feel like they can be their own selves in game or live out the true self that they want to be if they can't be that person in real life. And I love that, but you put so much focus on that and then you forget about the gameplay that's behind it. Mm -hmm. They're, I mean, what are they going to do? They can make themselves in cast, sure. But once they go to play out their lives, like they can't, you know? And, and so I really do think that like, and we've been it's like beating a dead horse but mm -hmm. we've we've been asking as a community for these things to get fixed and it's falling on deaf ears and it's really discouraging for the future and it makes me not even really excited for sims 5 anymore i agree i'm not excited for sims 5 jesse i would much rather if i'm gonna buy it um i, I probably would wait a year at this point because i would want expansions to come out i would want um <laughs> i would want the patches to be fixed and if you don't think sims 5 is going to probably be close to a hundred dollar game at this point like i would be shocked like so like i live in canada so the, like the base game itself when it's not on sale is 85 dollars. the expansions are 60 the stuff pack sorry the game packs are 30 the stuff packs are 15 and the kits are eight. That's a lot of money to be yeah. shelling out. Um, I think I would wait till it would go on super on sale. And I know people are super excited for it, but it's kind of like, I'm going to describe EA, like the DCEU. They have this concept of being able to put all the DC superheroes in the movie, but when it comes to the actual principle, it it lets you down. It doesn't actually, they don't actually follow through on what they promise, but they show you that it's going to look cool because I will say the EA marketing team is phenomenal. They <laughs> are great at teaching stuff. Oh yeah. Like the high school pack. I was giddy. I was literally, I was in a, because I, I work corporate marketing. I was in a, a meeting. I was actually watching it because I was like, no one was pulling on me because I wear cat headphones and I look like I'm 12. So no one ever wants to hear what Jen has to say. So I'm sitting there watching this. And I was like, fuck yeah, hi, uh, cheerleaders. And they're all like, and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, cheerleaders. Cheer, we're going to cheer our leaders here. And I literally did that. And they're just like, my boss was like, oh, if you weren't as, call if you weren't as good at what you do, I don't know if you'd still work here, um, but like looking at it, like, but they can't just do like free cheers. They have to be on the cheer ground. Like, it's, it's like, it's just like, it's just ugh. like, like they, they get this idea, they do it, but they stop at 70% and they don't follow yeah. through to the hundred. It's like the, the pronouns. So like, I'm so happy they did that. I wish they would have did it sooner. I mean, obviously, but 
that I saw a snapshot of what people are having. So let's just say Will went to work today and he collected 500 simoleons. It'd be like, Will went to work. They collected that. Them will be, like, it. it's not the correct, they're just, instead right. of he, they, them, like they don't 100% know. Right, where it's not. Yeah, 100%, so, right? Right? So <clears throat> I'm like, to me, I'm like, with that, that's extremely important to me because if I... Uh, recognized with those pronouns and I saw that to me that would be a slap in the face because you just replaced he or she with they and them but didn't actually follow through on what the correct grammar of the sentence should be yeah well the game doesn't have like AI you know and that's that might be part of the problem is that it's not like you said it's the grammar is not working because it doesn't it doesn't know any better it's yeah. just working with the elements or like you know the 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 pieces that you know of of code that they put in for that purpose mm -hmm. um so the translation is not you know it's not an intelligent translation for sure um but going back to like the cheerleading thing you know that that's pretty exciting stuff to have a um it's exciting to have any type of event or, um, you know, gameplay for teens in general. I think that they, it might've been better executed if like they placed, you know, some sort of special mat that you could like place anywhere in the world that you could do the activity on, like anything else in the game, you know, like we have this up until recently, we have this gigantic telescope, you know, mm -hmm. like they're not opposed to making giant pieces for gameplay. They could have just simply created some sort of sports mat and that could have facilitated those actions and you could do them anywhere you want to do them. Um, so it, yeah, it's, it, I agree. The way that they cut corners on certain things nowadays, it just doesn't quite make sense. It's not, it's like they're doing what's easiest for them. I agree. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to speak for all the Sims community, but I see a lot of people like on Sims Twitter and Instagram posting like, stop putting out packs and fix the game, which would be amazing. It's not going to happen because whatever corporate higher ups control things would never let that, you know, I'm sure yeah. Sims is a relatively large cash flow for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I love all the new stuff they've been giving us. And like the base game updates because base game, I bought base game in 2014. And I remember being like, what is this shit? Like there's nothing here. There's no toddlers. There's no pools. There's no ghosts. Like it was so empty. And I think it's because it was like kind of a rushed game. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping Sims 5, I know we touched briefly on it. Like I'm really, really hoping that they put more into the base game. If they charge me a little more for it, Fine, whatever. But I'm not going to pay 60, 70 US dollars for a Sims 4-esque game. Mm -mm. No, they, we, I hope they take some of these ideas, some of these things that like are the Sims pronouns and body hair and, you know, some of the base game stuff they've given us and put it into the base game of Sims 5. I think the ideas are great. I think the stuff that they're trying to do, the ones in the fear system, awesome. I had to turn it off actually gameplay. It's, I don't, it's a good idea, but like, again, like 
it's just a really odd kind of poor execution in game. It just doesn't work. Your sims are like always tense. Like the ones in fears are like, you need to like dial it down a little bit. It's like constantly my sims are tense, like I'm going to quit my job. Then my sims are tense. Like I'm so scared of the, the, the AI bot controlling me, you know, like it's funny. Like the, the, the sayings in it are hilarious, but it's, it's always there. Like my Sims are always tense because of this. And I'm like, just go away for five minutes. Like I just, I just made you conquer We're your fear. Why are you scared in real life? Why are they? <laughs> I mean, I get it. Sims it's actually, it's actually s- probably the realest thing they've ever put in the game. My Sims are always stressed about their jobs and always stressed about their like their lives. But you know, for like gameplay wise, like it's a little mm-hmm. annoying. I had to, I had to turn it off. So. Yeah, um, I w- I wouldn't be able to do that either. Like that would, I mean, you. A lot of us come to the game to escape escape and mm-hmm. like if you're just gonna give us the same I mean I feel like they started that and remember in snowy escape um one of the aspects of like uh what is it like the business like, um oh gosh the the work like when you were oh my god why am I having such a brain fart right now I'm trying to explain <laughs> okay. this but the words are not coming out um so we have a Japanese like work ethic or something that goes along with that game oh the salary person career yes that's the one I'm thinking of and so that if you play out that your sim gets really stressed out about their job because it's part of the culture I mean it like the Japanese it's funny because um I'm actually interviewing for a company that's Japanese owned, mm-hmm. but here in the U.S., you know, we work to live. In Japan, they live to work. So, yes. um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't like to play my Sims games that way. I don't want to climb the corporate ladder. I want to have adventures and marry my, you know, my neighbor and <laughs> i don't know you Have know just garden and grow cow plants right. yes exactly <laughs> it just literally Whimsy. be your escape from reality instead of being like oh my god i have to vacuum the floor because there's dust bunnies oh my god i have so many fears oh my god like all this stuff yeah yeah so um that's yeah that's kind of discerning that we're now having to deal with like real life stresses in game right i saw that people were disappointed that they didn't introduce periods in the sims yeah i guess that's a that's a big miss on their end i don't know what are your didn't we have something like that in sims 3 though like i just feel like the the teen life aspects were so much more developed in the sims 3 than in the sims 4 um, i will say i didn't notice in high school years i didn't so i was on vacation when like a lot of the high school years like live streams and promos and trailers were dropping so i didn't really know a whole lot about the pack going into it besides it was about like high school mm-hmm. <laughs> um i one thing i did see is my teen sim he woke up and he was like grumpy because it was like puberty <laughs> and he got like a puberty mood lit and then like he's his face started breaking out and like you can go and like you can like put cream on and you can like, I think this is probably a spot thing, but you can buy face masks and stuff off the computer. So okay. I was like, oh, that's kind of, that's kind of cute. And he would like got a, 
um, he got like one of those phases and it was like, doesn't want to be around family members. And I'm like, okay, that is like very spot on for, for a teenager going through puberty. Yeah. Like I wish that they would add a lot more of that type of mood moodlets to the game because it just makes Mm -hmm. it so much more realistic. Mm -hmm. And, and again, like we were saying how hard it was in Sims one and Sims two, you know, those types of like, attitude problems you know you're trying to deal with a a teenager going through puberty yeah I can see that posing some like more difficulty to the game and making it a lot more interesting right I mean I I it's kind of like we were saying earlier like it's a life simulator and there's some things like you want like I think when it comes to the sims themselves they just need to be fleshed out more Mm -hmm. like a lot of the actions we have a lot of like life simulating actions we can vacuum we can do laundry we can garden and go to work but just sometimes feels like the sims themselves are maybe yeah maybe it's just too easy in a way like they're almost always happy although with once in fears they're always tense because the fears are always there <laughs> but yeah I, I I agree I think just the sims themselves lack personality even with their different traits it just doesn't they just don't feel like fully fleshed out. And I really, really hope The Sims 5, if we ever get it, we'll see. <laughs> I hope that they just inject a little more like personality mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, like lifeness. That, that, I don't think that's a word, but you know what I mean? Like just full, more full of life, like real people. They don't need to be happy all the time. I mean, I don't know if I want a Sims-esque one difficulty level, but no, I'd be like somewhere between. Yeah, I'll take a middle. I'll take yeah. not as easy as Sims 4, not everything on fire as Sims 1. I'll take like a Sims, like a 2 and 3 could have like a baby and just do that. I agree. I think Sims 2 gameplay might still be my favorite of all time. It's lacking a whole lot. I think going back and playing it, there might have been a little bit of like the rose-colored glasses nostalgia in my mind for that. Oh, yeah. But Sims 2 gameplay was was pretty good. I think the reason we people love Sims 2 so much, because like compared to Sims 1 to Sims 2 is a fucking completely different it's experience. Wild. So different, right? So like <laughs> I think that's why people like it's like, oh, it's my favorite because a lot of them for Sims 2, they were children when they played it. So it's they remember it more. Where Sims 1, like we're babies when we play that. So I definitely um do hope that Sims 5. <clears throat> excuse me if it ever comes out the little bit like better like hashed out uh, character development for mm-hmm. sims uh anyways why don't we why don't we switch over and talk to you guys about your amazing podcast so why don't you guys tell me like what started this idea uh so in 2021 uh or really late 2020 i had this idea of starting a podcast about the Sims because there weren't really very many out there at the time. Um, There still really aren't very many of us out there, Mm -hmm. but um, I, excuse me. (laughs) Um, I wanted to do this because I wanted to get to know my fellow Simmers a little bit more. You know, it was was one thing to just, talk online and all of that I really just wanted to have like these one-on-one conversations and figure out what makes people tick Mm -hmm. and so and I 
I wanted to be a journalist when I was younger. I actually took like classes in journalism and visual communications. And so I always had this interest of being like a an interviewer or something like that. Um, so I decided to start a podcast and uh, our first batch of interviews was back in, let's say I started recording in maybe February of 2021 mm-hmm. and I started releasing them I think late March early April and I okay. only did uh, a few episodes we had Captain Sumi she was our very first um, interview we interviewed Artie and we interviewed Katie and <laughs> um, and yeah and so that was the the beginning of the podcast um, it became very clear to me that it was going to be extremely difficult to do one-on-one podcast um I commend you very much for your efforts <laughs> of doing this because I know how hard it can be um so during 2021 um Katie and I had talked about possibly bringing her in as a co-host and we made the final decision and started recording when did we start recording like in February of this year it was earlier this early this year I think yeah and um we had a really amazing season too so so it's so much fun (laughs) oh yeah no like this is a lot of fun but Jesse I you're the only person that knows what it's like to be on this side of planning everything I would spend hours and hours doing season one, trying to figure out, did I send you the Zoom link or did you get it? Photo editing. I mean, I don't really edit this podcast, but you know, at the beginning of like, I didn't even know what the hell, I I didn't even know anything. Now I know what I'm doing because I've done like, I think I've done, this would be my 60th interview by now. So I've done a lot, I've done a lot of interviews. But it, you get more comfortable with time. Um, honestly, if you guys are like interested by doing more interviews, Cal- Calendly is absolutely your friend. I don't know if you use that now, but literally you select your dates of when you want to do everything. You send it to your to whoever, your simmers. They put in all the information. It sends it to them automatically. It literally just takes off the stress of what it's like to be booking all these interviews. Like I would have people... Like for like, cause like I, as you as well, have interviewed people all around the world. I have gotten so good at knowing the difference because I'm EST. I'm like, I know where everybody's time differences are now (laughs) because I used to have to do it in my head where now this app just does it all for me. It's $12 a month. I will happily pay that $12 a month instead of me being like, oh my God, uh, Zoom. Did I send the Zoom link? Did I not send the Zoom link? Yeah, but no. I got you. Yeah, right. we actually, we just started using Candidly for season three. Yeah. Um, prior to that, we were we were mostly doing our scheduling through um, our Gmail. Like we have a form that everybody has to fill out mm-hmm. and then we stick it on our calendars. Then we were messaging people to like make sure that they remembered and that they were going to be available still. Um, so yeah, it definitely is. It's pretty stressful, uh, trying to figure it out. I actually used Candidly on the first season. 
Um, but one of the things that when I brought Katie in, we had agreed on splitting up responsibilities because okay. obviously like with, you know, I do a lot of editing with our podcast. I, I mm-hmm. like, we end up talking for three or four hours sometimes and I can't, I don't, it's not that I don't want to put out a podcast that long, but like how many people are actually going to sit and listen to a three hour podcast? Um, there's not a lot of people. <laughs> so trying to condense all that into like a 45 minute to an hour episode, it does take a lot of time. And for, I've figured out for as long as we record, it takes me twice as long to edit. So you're looking at six hours of easily of editing And then I still had the responsibility of trying to schedule everyone and make sure that this was, you know, that everybody was on board. And so I really handed off a lot of that to Katie and she's done an excellent job. She actually takes care of all of our interview questionnaires. She does our outlines. Um, She keeps the communication going between her and well, between us and the interviewees. Um, And of course, like when she needs my input, I'm always there for her and we always make decisions together. Mm -hmm. Um, But ultimately we've, it's really worked out with us separating those responsibilities to be able to get all the work done. We also made a decision um, for this upcoming season. We are only doing biweekly episodes now instead of weekly, Mm -hmm. which takes us down to six episodes for a season because we do a 12 week season. Okay. So it is going to be a big change from what we had last year or not last year, last season, because we put out, I think we put out 11 episodes within that 12 weeks. We had a bye week because there was a holiday Mm -hmm. um, here in the U.S. and we were both going to be with family. So we took that week off, but for 11 of the other 12 weeks, we were recording and editing and scheduling and it was just it was a lot it took a lot out of both of us so um right now what the season looks like is three interviews and three of you know just us um doing our our banter chit chat that we do yep um but yeah that's we're excited we're we have some really solid interviewees coming up um so excited i can't wait yeah. And any, so any spoilers you want to share with anybody of who you're going to interview? Um, so I think you, you just did, or you just put out an episode a couple weeks ago with Erin. Oh yeah. Erin with a Y. Yep. So we do have her on. Um, That's exciting. Yeah. Very excited. And, uh, and I, I have, um, my suggestion cause we both have, you know, we pull our suggestions together and try to decide like who we want. Um, Elfish Amy. Oh, nice. Uh, I cannot wait for that one. I am like, I'm a little bit of a fangirl when it comes to her because <laughs> I absolutely love her YouTube videos. They are speed build ASMR. As, okay. I mean, they're, they're so gorgeous. I don't think they're intended as ASMR, but she has such a beautiful speaking voice. Um, and she puts this really light, beautiful music on her videos and yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to talk to her. She's a fellow Canadian. Oh, well there, there you go. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly where she's from, but, uh, I think she's, I think she's running on East coast time. So. Okay. So that means she's probably in the Maritimes. So like out East, 
Well, that's, that's awesome. Hey, again, I'm excited for you guys. Like I like what we do because we literally, we are talking to summers. We're bringing the community together, you know, one step closer. Now something I want, I want to, I'm curious to see what you do. Cause then I'll tell you what I do. How do you prepare before your podcast, before you sit down for an interview? What do you do? So we kind of probably both do a little bit different things because like Jesse said earlier, we kind of split the responsibilities for me. What takes a lot of time is I kind of research who we're going to be interviewing. I go to their socials. I look through, see what they like, like to build or what they like to kind of do in the Sims. And then I will go and I will craft a, an outline to send just so they kind of have an idea of stuff that we want to talk about. They can kind of prepare um, it kind of helps Jesse a little bit with having to have a little like less editing if this, you know, people are kind of not, don't have as many ums and ooh and like those awkward pauses where they're like thinking of what to say. So I have kind of like a baseline um, outline that I kind of copy and paste and then I edit it specifically for the simmer that we're going to be talking to. So, you know, I interview Aaron, I'll probably want to talk about like her fantasy builds and inspiration Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, because that's something like very unique to her. Um, and yeah, that, that takes some time. Cause you know, I want to like, I don't want all of our podcasts to sound exactly the same and have the exact same questions. We have a few that we pretty much always ask, of course, like, Mm -hmm. you know, introduce yourself. How'd you get into simming? What do you, you know, what do you like to be called? Do you think of yourself as an artist, just kind of like a baseline that, is the same. And then it goes into like the personalized stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's kind of my main responsibility and just confirming the interview, like, Hey, you're still good to go. Let us know if you need to cancel or if you, if there's anything on this outline you don't want to talk about, that's fine. Like we'll take it out. No worries. Um, and then, yeah, that's kind of my main responsibility. And then of course, besides just, you know, actually sitting down and setting up my gear and remembering to put on my headphones, which, uh, it's hard for me sometimes. <laughs> Sorry about that. And as far as like our, like just Katie and I, like our one-on-ones, a lot of times we just kind of like discuss like what's going on in the Sims community and things that we want to touch base on, whether it's rumors uh, or, you know, pack reviews or whatever just seems to be relevant at the time Mm -hmm. um those types of of recordings we try to do as close to real time as possible when that event's happening so that that way it's not you know old news or lost in translation or whatever by the time episode goes out um but yeah I mean a lot like Katie like I I do a little bit of research I try not to do too much because I I want it to be fluid and spontaneous Mm -hmm. and just kind of like roll with the conversation versus scripted like right and of course the outline is just an outline like we don't we don't always like we don't follow it to a t you know we want to keep the conversation feeling like it's a real conversation like yeah not like okay and now we're gonna ask you question number two do you like to play the sims you know like (laughs) Oh my God. Um, no, I, I like that. Um, my first couple episodes, like you could literally hear me with moving the paper, trying <laughs> to figure out like, okay, so guys, so question three, um, I used to send like the most generic 
outlines, I actually stopped doing that because I actually would ask zero of the questions by the end of it. I, it's, it's, as you can tell, it's all free flowing. It's just whatever comes to mind. Um, what I do beforehand is, um, so usually how I stack these up is I will do six or seven interviews in a weekend. So this is weekend number one. So I'll stack up six interviews back to back to back to each other. And then I will slowly put them out like once a week. I commend you guys for being able to do it a little bit sooner. So like, I'm assuming like if you have a podcast coming out, let's say like on a, like on a Wednesday or something on the lines of that or a Saturday that do you guys film then that week or do you have them sitting in the queue? It's. We try to get as many in a queue as possible. Now, life happens, and that's not always, uh, It's it hasn't always worked out for us. I think our first probably four or five episodes of season two were queued up and ready to go by the time, you know, they were, they were being put out. Mm-hmm. But then we did get into a spot where we were like, oh, crap, like, we've got to record this Sunday so that we can get something up on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and that does happen. I mean, it's, it's not always going to be perfect um, because we do have, we have two people, we have two different schedules and Katie has a, a daughter. So, you know, in that regard, she's got a responsibility that I don't have and she can't always be available. Um, but we try our best and this season we are actually trying to get everything as close to pre-recorded before season starts as possible mm-hmm. um we will at least have all of our interviews recorded and probably mm-hmm. the first one epi- you know one or two episodes of just us yeah the the one-on-ones are a little bit harder to pre-record because we try to again like talk about what's irrelevant so right now talking about the patch disaster might not be relevant if we release it in December, you know? Yeah. yeah. And another thing Jesse and I talked about is, you know, we're only doing bi-weekly, but if something major happens, like we might have a pop-up stream, like if Sims 5 is announced, we and it's not on the schedule, we'd probably be like, hey, we should talk about this because yeah. this is major, you know, something super wild happens. And those episodes don't get as much editing just Mm-mm. because they're usually a little bit shorter mm-hmm. and we want our real-time reactions for those. So usually when something happens like major, like um, Katie, I'm trying to think back, like we did that Sims news episode and I feel like that one was really raw as far as the editing, editing goes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was, it was because it needed to go up like ASAP so we didn't want to spend a whole lot of time editing. So we really just like got in there and kept it really like condensed to what we wanted to talk about. And we didn't get sidetracked too much. The other thing you guys don't hear is we try, I mean, I try to edit some of it in, but sometimes Katie and I can get totally off topic and derailed because we're, <laughs> because we're such good friends and we've got other stuff that we want to talk about. There is moments where we could be talking sims and then all of a sudden one of us is like oh my god blah 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 and it just like goes and takes it somewhere completely different mm-hmm. now sometimes it works out really well in our favor and those types of conversations can get included into the podcast but then there's other situations where it's like we don't really need our listeners to hear about that um 
we did <laughs> we did go on a tangent about poop buckets oh my god <laughs> obviously which i now own a poop bucket yeah the squat the squatty potties or whatever right no 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 no. this we were talking about the poop bucket the like camping with the with the toilet lid yes we also talked about squatty potties apparently poop is like a theme in our lives (laughs) i own a poop bucket now nice everybody poops and i got you we went camping like we we go camping once a year i would have given my left hit if i had a poop bucket on site because i i just want to be like i don't want to walk in the middle of the night I totally would. No, no, no. Taking a dump in the middle of the night in the woods. Oh, man. My husband (laughs) and I have decided we're going to start doing some overlanding. So we took a weekend a couple weeks ago just Mm -hmm. to kind of like feel it out and see if it was something that we really wanted to do. And so we had to grab like some supplies because we have a tent, we have a cooler, and we have camping chairs. But like we don't have like... When we go camping, we usually go camping with a group and everybody shares supplies, but it was just the two of us. So we needed stuff, right? The only thing that was like number one on my list was a poop bucket. I'm like, (laughs) I am not going to go dig a hole every time I need to number two. And I will say the second night we were there, it was a godsend because I would not have made it. The hole would have never been dug in time. <laughs> An emergency. So it was, it was a, okay, does any, do either of you like watch Burt Kreischer or listen to like Burt Kreischer comedy? No. Mm-mm. Okay. I'm about to, I'm about to give you a Burt Kreischer. Lay it on me. Um, so there's a joke that he does about his dad, I think. I think it's his dad or his father-in-law. They're at a banana republic. It's during Christmas time. The line is really, really long. And the grandfather is supposed to be watching the kids while him and his wife are in this line to check out. Okay. So they're in line and all of a sudden his dad walks up and goes, dude, we got a problem. And he's like, where are the kids? And he's like, fuck your kids. I got to take a shit. (laughs) (laughs) so he poops his pants oh no because he doesn't have enough time to react to the fact that he's gotta take a shit that was what i experienced on night two of our camping trip i woke (laughs) up i looked at my husband and i said we gotta go buddy right now out to the (laughs) truck let's go get that poop bucket because it's happening right now (laughs) you're a prairie dog in the whole way there oh Oh, man oh my god so i love it now it's like my i mean it's i'll never i'll never camp without it (laughs) not a camper but i would suppose if i were i'd want a poop bucket too yeah don't knock the the poop bucket till you try it um so (laughs) like at my work i'm like i like to talk about poop okay because everybody poops we got to normalize the conversation because you know, sometimes that's how you learn more about, you can be like, I had this weird poop. This looks weird. You tell somebody, Hey, that's actually not normal. You should go to the doctor. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big, like open the door to as many conversations as possible. And at work, we were talking and I was like, yeah, you know, just sometimes maybe like, you gotta like, you know, 
I'm gonna say is play because there's a difference between poop and shit. Let's just let's just clear the room right now. There's two different. I was like, sometimes when you gotta take a shit, you need a shower after. <laughs> you would think what I had just said was like the most damning thing because everybody turned their head to look at me and said, "Excuse me, you have to shower after." I was like, "Well, not every time." But if I just had like Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Pizza Hut in the same three days, yeah, yeah, I might <laughs> eat a sh- I might eat a shower after that one. <laughs> so they're like, so now the whole joke is like, oh my god, like they're like, ah, oh, you gonna need a shower after this one? And I'm like, no. So we're mo- like our office is moving to uh, a new location in October, and it has a shower in the bathroom, Perfect. and they literally that yeah they made a sign saying Jen shower um right on there <laughs> for me and I'm like again you guys must have the best colon because how do you not have ever experienced that in your You've life never had diarrhea You've never like, had diarrhea on. that you just like you just wanted to like you know yeah no you know. I'm I'm right there with you I mean it like sometimes it's just that's that's how it goes and you gotta you, you know Sometimes um, the, the wet and the wet wipes just don't <laughs> like, especially when I'm the right ju- there with you. Though. Thank you. The joke was because you know at the beginning of COVID, like toilet paper was scarce. Mm-hmm. Well, I was like, well, who needs toilet paper when the shower's right there? Just you're good. Just hop in the shower. Well, every time. and like I think a lot of people ended up getting bidets because they were so worried about not having toilet paper and I remember having a conversation with one of my friends because I've never used a bidet um but she has one and she absolutely loves it and I was like what do you do about your butt when it's wet and she's like oh I just have like a towel I'm like do you use the same towel every time and she's like it's clean I mean I guess it's like wiping your butt off after a shower right okay yeah I guess I guess that's because my husband had the same reaction he's like yeah of course you would just use a hand towel and I'm like, I never, I mean, I never considered like after you squirt it off, what do you do? Drip dry or yeah, I guess use a right. towel. Yeah, definitely drip dry or yeah, use a towel. Katie's, she's had some interesting toilet situations and she had to like poop in a hole when she was in Japan. Oh yeah. Like the, the, literally I was in China and sometimes the toilets are just a hole in the, in the ground. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. That's the worst. I mean, you got you got to squat down, so you get like good, you know, good gravity to help you push the poop out. But it's gross and it smells. And like one of them, like didn't even have a door. It was literally just like a hole in the ground with this like there was no like front door. It just kind of had like a back like half wall thing, so you could like see her head. It was not my most favorite pooping experience but uh that's what the privies they have privies like that on the Appalachian Trail where it's like a box but the top half of you is visible mm-hmm. so like you just go in and there it's like a porta potty out in the woods but like everyone can see the top half what if you and... have, what if you have one of these wet and wild shits and you're like making faces that would be so <laughs> embarrassing oh my god let and if you do let that be your autobiography cover I'm just literally you doing that. Anyways, I could talk about poop all day long, but I feel like <laughs> podcast. Um, yes. So I want you guys to give me your elevator pitch 
for your podcast. You got 30 seconds. I want you to sell it to me. Um, I mean, it's, it's two girls talking about the Sims and, uh, yeah, we have fun. We do interviews and it's a good time. And sometimes we talk about poop buckets. Yeah. You sold me on the poop buckets. You <laughs> had me there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, ladies, I want to say it's been a pleasure and a half getting to know you. You guys are back on the third, the second or the third? The third. The third. Um, please go check out their podcast. Uh, comes back on the third. Jesse, Katie, why don't you tell us your if you want to share your per- like your sim socials and anything you want to share for the podcast? Sure. We are seeing <laughs> we are she and sim podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Um you can get us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Just look up She and Sim Pod or She and Sim Podcast. And uh, yeah, we have a, a Gmail. If you want to get in touch with us, it's sheandsimpod at gmail.com. You can email us questions or ideas for future podcasts. Perfect. Well, it was so exciting to get to know you ladies this morning. Uh, like I said, please go check out the podcast. The links are going to be below. Uh, this will be coming out uh, closer to the end of September. So their first season episode will already be out and potentially the second. So please go listen to them. I'm very excited to hear uh, Aaron with a Y because I listened to your cookie cookie and then I did my cookie and I tried to ensure that like it wasn't like a carbon copy of <laughs> each other. Um, I didn't know there were dragons in the Sims one. Kurgili has been educating me. I don't remember dragons. Do you guys remember dragons? I don't remember dragons. I don't remember dragons. Thank you. Okay. Maybe I just never accounted a dragon. I maybe I didn't know how to do it because I was so young when I played Sims one. There's probably so much. I wonder if Elena was just having a a fever dream. (laughs) No, it it was making magic that you like you got the egg. And oh, then you yes, like, yes. And then I don't like, think catch- I ever had one. I never had one. I spent most of my time in Sims 1 going snowboarding, walking down the runway at the, sh- the stores, oh, or going yes. going into making magic, but I would just ride the rides. <laughs> yeah, I, re- I do. Now that you say the eggs, I remember the eggs, but I don't know if I've ever hatched a dragon. I never Google hatched this. the dragon. Yeah, so she got her egg, hat- hatched the dragon, dragon burnt the house to the ground. Oh man. Wait, someone just said Sims 3 dragons? No. Yeah. There were dragons in Sims 3? Yeah. I don't remember that either. <laughs> I can't tell you more. Well, this is just, I mean, this is just a testament to all of us playing the game differently. And yeah. some of us have these wild experiences that <laughs> some of us have no recollection of. Right. So. <laughs> Anyways, ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure. Please go check out their podcast. Links are going to be below. Uh, You guys are welcome back anytime. I am very excited to hear uh, your third season. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for having us. It's been a pleasure. Yes, no, of course. Well, have a great rest of your day, ladies, okay? Yep, you too. You too. Okay, bye.